Hi guys, welcome to a new week of the Black Umbrella. It is TBU Thursday, and for this episode, we're starting off with a little song association game. So the goal of song association is we've all come up with like five words for one another. Um, We'll give 10 seconds per word, I guess. Should I do like 10 seconds or seven seconds? Um, Maybe 10, I guess. 10, like 10 seconds per word. And um, we'll ask each other, like, a word. And then from that word, you think of a song that goes with it that has the word in it. So, yeah, it's pretty simple. Um, I'm going to start it off, and I'm going to start off with asking Frenchie five different words into which she will think of songs that have the word in them. Okay. All right. Okay. This is going to be scary. <laughs> mm. um, okay. First word is uh, <laughs> shoes. Shoes. Oh, my God. Shoes. <laughs> I love those shoes. What <laughs> <laughs> song was that? I that hate was, there. I like their hair. Who sang that song? I do not hair. remember that. Oh, my God. He was a YouTube there. star, though. Yeah. yeah. And it wasn't any of the ones that we know now. It no. was like a definitely random. not. These shoes rule. These shoes suck. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. Shoes. Um. <laughs> were you hoping that I would hit you with some little mama? Is that what you were hoping for? <laughs> no, I wasn't. But shoot, getting like a little mama. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um. Next word is lips. 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 Okay. <laughs> or are we? St- are you? St- did you start me? You can start now. Oh shoot. <laughs> um, Three, uh, two, so one. Um, okay. Okay. Lips wasn't the one. Ooh, I was <laughs> not ready. Um, all right. I was not ready. Clearly. Next word is um dance. Okay. Did you start? Yeah. Okay. Dance, dance. Oh. <laughs> Dance, dance, dance. Okay. You All right. Um, next word is um. Let's do. Next word is star. Starting now. Mm. Baby, you a star. Woo. My na na na. I knew she was gonna sing that. Yeah, cause that's what I was singing in my head. I was like, Prince, Prince. I don't wanna stop till you reach the top. Say, baby, I'm a star. Come on, I just wasn't say, baby, you're a star. I think in the beginning, but I definitely talk good. Talk One last word before I pass it off to you. Okay. Um, I'm going to do heels. Heels <laughs> or heel. Start now. Like that was a better choice for me. <laughs> um, ain't nothing clicking. <laughs> <laughs> my you know heels I ain't clicking. You know what That's I was thinking not of? clicking. My heels ain't clicking. <laughs> <laughs> ain't nothing clicking. You done made your own song up. I did. You know what I was thinking of? Huh. You got your head nails on your walk is off the wall and I'ma say Oh my gosh. Your heels. Wow. <laughs> Girl, they look good on you. Wow. That's a Disney Music song for y'all who don't know. 
myself, Richie. Bam, I'm passing the timer off to you. I'm scared. Okay. Well, I clearly didn't do so hot. No, you did. You actually did pretty good. I ain't going to lie. You know, I got you three got out more. of five. That's an F. Yeah. <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> it's a C. I think it's a C. Like a low C, right? C minus. Yeah, a low C. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Nika, are you ready no, for your five uh, words? No, not. Um, well, guess what? <laughs> Here at the Black and Bella, we don't care. <laughs> Shit. Okay, are you ready for word number one? Sure. Okay, the first word is flower. Go. Wow, I'm drawing a blank. Oh, because you're my sunflower. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, that's that's okay. Come on, come on, Nika. Nice. I sound like I'm in the Spider-Man movie. Okay. Because that's exactly what he did. (laughs) Yes. Okay. The next word is good. So good. Oh, come on, electric red. (laughs) (laughs) So what? So ooh. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The next word is sugar. Sh- 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 sugar honey iced tea. Oh, <laughs> come yeah. on. Nigga on fire, yo. Nigga on fire, yo. Okay. I'm scared. Your next word is Demogorgon. Go. <laughs> what did you just say? Demogorgon. <laughs> Is that even in the Stranger Things song? Wouldn't you like to know? That's just so annoying. I'm just kidding. I know what it is, but it is, it's not in the song. The song is literally just... I'm over here like, oh my God. That is a specific song. I knew exactly what she was I don't even watch Stranger Things. I was like, what? Am I going to what? Right. Okay. Your word is talk. Can we talk Ooh. for a minute? For a second. Yeah. I can't be blazing. Name. Okay. Your talk? last word. Are you ready? No. Your last word is night. Like the night. Nights like, like. this, I wish oh. that raindrops <laughs> would fall. <laughs> Nika said five out of five. I'm on. Nights oh. like this, I wish. That's some that five heartbeats for you. Come on, five. Oh. Okay. Nice. Okay. She got an A. Okay. <laughs> Wes, your first word is going to be lick. Lick, 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 lick. <laughs> I want to eat your... Oh, my <laughs> but God. But I can't fuck up my nails. Yes, I'm going to eat it with chopsticks. Mouth wide open. Mouth wide open. That's cupcake. oh man okay your next word is ride he loved the way i ride listen cc your next word is hills wow (laughs) (laughs) no h-i-l-l-s hills that hills Heels? Oh, like time like heels? Like a hill. Like a hill. Oh, like hills. Oh, okay. Well. Oh, well. She definitely <laughs> spelled gonna, it. And then she said heels. So I was thinking of heels like heels, but it's hills. No, like hills. Hills. Oh, um, yeah. Hills. I still don't have anything. Okay, well. Okay. 
on to the next one, huh? Yeah. Mm, great. The next word <laughs> is <laughs> sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> what? Sneeze. Uh uh. Okay. A sneeze on the beat in the beat. Yeah, big that would have been it, but you didn't. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> the next word is sick. A sneeze on the beat in the beat got sick. <laughs> <laughs> no, say no, let us not like liquor. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, Clearly. three out of three for me, and three, I mean, three, out, three out of five. Sorry. Well, clearly. <laughs> we both got C minuses, and Nika right, got, got the A. a. She's Jeez. the she's the A student in she this class. She is good at this um, song association game. Oh boy. <laughs> maybe we'll do this next week. Maybe not. But you guys will never know. Right. We always like to surprise you guys with some new, cool, fun intros. How's everybody going? Going, doing. <laughs> I'm <laughs> going worried. <laughs> <laughs> How's everybody doing? I'm doing good. Yeah. It's hot. It is. It is. Blazing hot, and the mm. fan is not doing enough work for me. Yes. In times like this, I wish I had some AC. AC. That is the thing I do love about my apartment is the is AC. Is that y'all got AC? Mm, I know yeah. it. Yeah. I talked to my property. Well, I might put that in the pay dust. <laughs> okay. Well, on that note, Nika, Mm-mm. word of the day. All right. People, the word of the day is equivocal. Oh. Tis an adjective. What? Spell it. E Q I. No. V C. I'm not. There's good. always a U after Q. I was Q. thinking what it was. <laughs> There's always a U after Equivocal. Q. Equivocal. Yeah. No. I'm not good at spelling. Everybody. <laughs> you know this. I'm not a good speller. I can spell check is my bestie. Okay. <laughs> The word is equivocal. It's spelled E Q U I V O C A L. Oh, it's no. an adjective. It means open to two or more interpretations intended to mislead, uncertain nature or significance. The sentence is His reply was oblique, equivocal, and we hurried on to other matters. Ooh. Okay. In cute. other words, bye. Hot girl summer. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. How's hot girl summer for everybody? Because I mean, Jesus, sure is um, hot. It, sure is hot. Uh, it's been it's been lukewarm, man. It's been Luke. I got an ice cube in my. Oh, girl. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Mine has been very bipolar. It's been. <laughs> the weather has yeah. been. Sometimes it's sweltering hot. Sometimes it's cold as ice. Oh, just sometimes, like these niggas. Yup. Okay. You see. Yeah. You know. Just mm-hmm. it's you can never get the forecast. There is no forecast. It's no. just every day is different. So yeah. Equivocal. <laughs> Anybody want to use a sentence first? I don't want to do it first. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to go that you were ready. No, I wasn't. Equivocal. I wasn't. It just got quiet. <laughs> um, equivocal. Uh, some people would give you equivocal answers and when it comes to seeing them. Up. Mm. And I oop. And I oop. <laughs> Um, equivocal. Um, most times when people are trying to avoid getting in trouble, they answer questions in very, in a very equivocal fashion to try to put on 
What the hell am I trying to say? I, I don't know, girl, but it's okay. Well, it's okay. It was I, going, I just, so I was with the you. The train was moving. It was, I, was I, had, I, I had a story, and it, it I just had a it story. left. story. The train left the station in the middle sentence. of my sentence. I have, I have a story. I have no idea where it went. I mean, you used the equivocal correctly, so. I, yep. I did, but I had a thing. It was going to be nice. You guys were going to like it. But <laughs> it's okay. You get to finish the sentence and then let us know. Right. The plane took off. The plane took off. The train left the station. Um, I, I don't know. The boat is off the shipyard. Yeah. Mm. Some some people don't know how to respond to my directness, so they respond equivocally. Mm. 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 And I'm just like, oh, no. Mm. Ew. Mm. Mm. Oh no! Turn oh. off! Turn off! Oh! Mm. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> pay a dust, everybody! Come on! Yes. What y'all pay paying dust this week? Cause we didn't pay no dust last week. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Um, I'm going to pay dust to my property manager mm. saying to me, "Hot girl summer." Oh, Don't say that to me. Oh, my God. Stop it. She's Don't. white? No, she's black. What? Oh. She's black. Oh. The way that she said it, I thought she was white. That's why. Yeah. Oh, that's, just how, that's how she sounds. Oh. oh. Yeah. Hmm. Um, why did she say that to you? We were, I was in her office. I was, like, signing some papers and stuff. And she was like, oh, um... She was asking me like how like like how like how's my summer going or whatever and I was like, Yeah, you know, it's okay. And she's like, Oh, hot girl summer. Okay. <laughs> girl. Sit down. And also I'm paying dust to what I said before we got on the mic. But people hitting you up for future plans that they want to include you in or take mm. you on. Okay. Wow. And then Hit you up saying, hey, yeah, let's go ahead and do that. When are you free? Let them know when you're free. And then they say, okay, cool. Let's mm. set something up. You're like, great, let's do that. Mm-hmm. And then they just don't. They mm. don't. They don't. Mm. They don't. They don't deliver. They just don't. They just are all talk, all bark, no bite. Exactly. Ugh. Like, why? You know, it would be different. Like, I didn't hit you up to invite you. You hit me up. Which means you want my time and my energy. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So Which I'm going to need you to follow through. And let me know what's Step your is. cookies up. Boop. Simple as that. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to pay this to uh, ants. 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 <laughs> Ants. Oh my gosh. Okay, so. Oh, have you? I haven't any? gotten them because now I'm in an apartment now. I think it's different for apartments. Must be nice, girl, because let me tell you something. There used to be a thing. There were ants in my room. Mm. I'm not a dirty bitch like that, y'all. But there were ants in my room. You know what? They're scratching <laughs> their heads, and it's okay. <laughs> Scratch away. <laughs> I was. <laughs> laying down and felt an ant on me and I was like, What is that? Dusty. Shut up. Oh. See y'all room. Okay. And I looked down on the floor and I saw two more ants and I completely like left my room. I left it uh-huh. and I haven't been back in it since and that happened last week. Oh, oh my god. It happened last Wednesday and I have not been in my room. I haven't slept in there. My dad went and sprayed the room down. My floors are super duper clean. Like 
there were ants in my room. I feel like Anne Frank. Oh, okay. And the ants are the Nazis, and they've run me out of my residing place, and now I have gone into hiding in the guest room. What? And <laughs> I just don't want to be taken to a concentration camp. I what? Just to, I just want to go back <laughs> to my home you? without the Nazis, which are the ants. Turn your mic off. <laughs> Tired of you. Oh, so that's what I'm paying okay. dust to this week. Ants. Simple. Nika? <laughs> oh. The fuck is wrong with you? Honestly. <laughs> honestly. Honestly. Truly help me understand. Wow. Uh, what? Yeah. What? Yeah, you're huh? right. You darn skippy. It's always me. You darn skippy. Said. It is. Jesus. You, yeah, call you him. You need him. I yes. called him. He's on the main line. Well, I would hope so. Line. He's on all the lines. <laughs> Shit. You paying anything dust this week, Nika? Hmm? <laughs> yes. Um, I'm going to pay dust to fraudulent people. Mm. And I'm going to pay dust to uh, light skins. Oh. Oh. What hue what is hue? is like the... You. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what hue is the you're a light-skinned-ass nigga? Well, no, not niggas, just light-skinned people in general. Oh, I was people. mad about brown-skinned um, okay, girl, there we go. the song. Gotcha. Uh, yes. They wanted to feel included when they're included in literally everything. Mm-hmm. Especially if they're white-passing. Oh. Yep. It's on the light, light, light side. Like, light, bright side. They were the ones that were mostly saying shit. Okay. I felt that. We'll talk about more of that later when we get into the gift. (laughs) Um, Liquor Lane. (sighs) There is no wine. There's liquor today. Strictly liquor. Liquor. Today we had some lovely tequilters. (laughs) Tequila. From... <laughs> tequila. We had some tequila. Tequila. Um. Yeah. We had two shots of tequilters. And I'm sober. And Same. yeah, I kind of feel like we should get uh, another shot of tequila. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Well, let's pause the show and get some more tequila. Okay. Great. <laughs> All right. So we're back, and we have a shot. Yeah. In our hands. Yeah. And Wait. we're gonna throw that shit back. What are we cheersing to now, guys? Um, let's cheers to getting an official sponsor for the TBU podcast. Hey, cheersing. No. Nika, cheers anything? Um, I would like to cheers again to uh, 12 figures. Yes. Okay, 12 figures. I'm cheersing to 12 figures and new job. Oh, okay. 12 mm-hmm. figures and new, new job. job. Yes. Let's just speak that all into existence. Oh, yes. yes. Choosing 12 figures, new job. Bam. Boom. Yes. Take Bam. a shot. Okay. Clink. Clink, clink. I'm trying to clink it. Clink. Okay. Kind of far. Okay. All right. Throw it back. Okay. Let's throw it back. Okay. I just thought... <clears throat> I just knocked oh. onto my mic, Loki. Oh, Jesus. Mm. 
Well, how nice. Okay. Yo. Third shot of to culture was oh. a bit of a doozy. Oh, um, Jesus. Oh, was it? Oh. Uh, for me, it was. Oh, it was I a bit of a doozy. Yeah. What? Um, <laughs> He's over there struggling. For the birds. <laughs> By the way, the tequila was Maker's Mark. Sam's Club. Don't get it. Don't get it. It's terrible. Don't so, terrible. So terrible. Unless it's a last resort. Right. Now, for the birds. Frenchie, what we got? For the birds. We are going to start off with something that I found pretty freaking hilarious. So, a Tupac super fan was asked to resign from his government job one day after he emailed all 4,300 employees Tupac lyrics. <laughs> and it's just like, it's this little old <laughs> silver-haired white man who's oh. just like a Tupac silver, silver fan. A silver Tupac fan. super fan. Right. That's freaking funny. Like, what were the can lyrics? You, yeah, he has glasses um, I actually don't know the exact lyrics. That, Let me see. Oh, wait, hold on. They actually put the quote or the actual lyric. Let me see. He quoted. Um, okay. What, <clears throat> what he said was, pay no mind to those who talk behind your back. It simply means that you are two steps ahead. That That's was it. What? I'm gonna. I'm gonna article that he hosted weekly Tupac Fridays. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He was going a little hard. (laughs) But still, that's it, and he lost his government job. Weekly Tupac Fridays. That is actually freaking hilarious. Says with Tupac cookies. (laughs) He had Tupac cookies. Yes. Yes. That sounds good. (laughs) Oh, Tupac cookies sound good. They do. They do. But the lyrics. That's so There's funny. no way that if that's all that he sent out to those people, I'd be like, "What is?" That? I would take. I would. I wouldn't even chalk that up because knowing that he's a Tupac fan, it's like if you weren't a Tupac fan, you wouldn't even know like where the lyrics right, came just from. Right? Be like, okay, you'd be like, "That's a, a random email." email. <laughs> okay, interesting. Wow, he lost his job because of that. That sucks. That is that is a I would sue because I didn't curse. I didn't say anything. True. <laughs> like, all I did was recite some lyrics that had like no curse words in them or nothing, right. and all and of a sudden I have to resign from my government job because I could have been like, "That's anything." Mm-hmm. I will be like, "You know what? No, nah, y'all not about to get me on this." I wish I could have been at them Tupac Fridays. Though. I could. I could right. listen. He can invite me over. We'll have some more. <laughs> we need to invite him to the Black Umbrella. <laughs> right. Email him. <laughs> can you come on to our show and discuss with us? Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. We're gonna have Tupac Thursdays with the man. Okay, but um, moving on, moving on. So I want to know if you guys all saw the video of Naomi Campbell's plane ritual. <laughs> oh, I saw it. <laughs> saw that shit. So basically, if you guys haven't seen it, Naomi Campbell is like a super like germaphobe, neat freak, clean freak person when it comes to spe- especially getting on. Airplanes. Mm-hmm. Airplanes are freaking disgusting. Like, 
They really even, are. Even if it's a private jet or whatever, Still people do nasty. not properly clean. Recycled air. Mm-hmm. Recycled air. Ugh. Like, you know, and like the turnaround times are so fast with airlines. People don't have time to properly clean, you know, the aircraft and the aircraft. Like it's NASA. They don't got time to properly clean the plane. Okay. <laughs> Let's dip it down back to plane. Okay. And you know, just like a lot of nasty stuff goes on in there. So basically Naomi Campbell showed her ritual. So basically like her and this whole little cleaning team, they get on her her plane or her jet or whatever for the for the day or wherever she's traveling. It's a whole team of them. They got they got like Lysol wipes and like all these cleaning type of supplies and sprays and, and potions and lotions and everything. And they they wipe everything down, everything, mm. everything down. And a lot of people thought that she was kind of going like a little too overboard. hard, like she was going overboard. And she mm. puts her mask on, okay? Yeah, yeah and she her put her gloves. mask on. Everybody thought like she's just doing way too much. Just doing way too much. Then them sick bitches. So yeah, <laughs> they be traveling like, <clears throat> oh, I just have a little cold. It must be the air from, from the new place I'm in. No, it's just you was on up on that airplane doing right. the most, eating your cookies while touching the seat and while touching the screen for the you know too much. Nasty. Exactly. And then, and then like I saw a video, not like, just like maybe a couple of days after Naomi posted, uh, Naomi's video got posted, and they were, it was like this person in the plane, uh, and they were using their foot to slide across like Ew. a little touch screen, like little screen on the back of the headrest. How disgusting! Using their foot. White people, white people, yeah. Yeah. Of course. Using their foot, they swiping their across feet. the screen. <laughs> That everyone uses, you know, when you come in this plane and you sit down, you know, you're going to swipe your hand or whatever across that. This person is using their foot. Their foot. That's that is disgusting. gross. You know that, like, aside from getting pedicures, like, white people do not wash their feet. Yeah. They don't wash their legs either. They yeah. don't wash their feet. They don't wash their legs. I'm like, yo, they, that's They don't wash dirty. makeup off. Nope. I don't get it. They just be sitting up here like, oh, yeah. I'm like, you're living in your filth. How do you half-ass it? You need to really be scrubbing, baby. Ugh. Scrubbing Bingo bubbles. berries. Uh, okay. Right. They don't wipe their counter down. No. It's probably don't. just a whole bunch of stuff up in there. In the drawers. Mm-hmm. Okay. On the countertop. Refer right. yourself back to our wipe your counter down episode. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Learn how to wipe yourself. You're too damn grown. Ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, and on, moving on to... Very interesting news. So, um, (laughs) Forever 21. They um, are getting a lot of backlash and a lot of heat right now because they did something very, very foolish. (laughs) Okay. So, as we as if you guys don't know, Forever 21 has a plus size section called Forever 21 Plus. And, um, you know, works the same as any other forever 21 subdivision or whatever you know you get to order online you can go in stores in the store so um a lot of the people who were ordering the plus size forever 21 clothes online you know they were they um ordered their products the product got to them they opened up the package and the clothes are there but there is also an atkins protein bar exactly and you might be like protein bar 
that doesn't maybe that doesn't sound that bad but basically a protein porridge is basically a diet bar mm-hmm. to replace a meal exactly so forever 21 is sending out plus size clothing Ew. with diet bars mm-hmm to their customers. Yeah. They're like, yes, honey, here's your spaghetti strap this, and here's your cute um, pants that and fit your perfectly. And here is just a little help to get you back into the clothes that really be selling. It's like, whoa. Exactly. Whoa. Yeah. Calm down now, Forever 21. Mm-hmm. We all can't be Forever 21, you know. Exactly, and um, and Forever Twenty One, they issued a statement. They should, they could have really just kept this, Mm -hmm. but they issued a statement afterwards, and they said the freebie, uh, the freebie items in question were included in all online orders across all sizes and categories for a limited time, and have since been removed. Mm. But why were these a part of any? Like, why would this be a freebie item? For any of your right? clothing. A freebie item is like a free bracelet. Yeah. yeah. Or a pair like, of earrings. You know. Right. Here's a free ring. Yeah. A free necklace. Not a protein bar. Yeah. Come on. We're giving <laughs> food out for free items now. Like, really? <laughs> we're shipping out Atkins protein right. bars. And I guess to them, they were like, well, this is going to let it let people know that we didn't only do it with plus size orders. We did it with all orders. But why are you doing? With why are you any doing it in the first place? Covering your ass for no damn reason. It doesn't work. Come no. on now, for between one, please do better. This is ridiculous. Mm. And you know, I saw something on Twitter that this white girl said. She was like, "Oh, but she was like a skinny little white girl. She was like, okay, but like if they were giving away like a free pack of gummy bears and everyone, like y'all wouldn't be like, oh my goodness, they're trying to make us fat." I was like, what? That doesn't even make sense. It has no correlation with what has happened here. (laughs) Right. And the fact that they had to cover their ass for it, they know that they're wrong for it. And their apology is low-key bullshit. Low-key, high-key, to be honest. High-key. It's like... Why even apologize? Well, first of all, like that's that's like stating, like putting a first of all and then a but and then... We're sorry. Right. Like, yeah. Just say. Well, really, we gave it to everybody, so, right. you know. Mm, just say. An apology. And we, and we already took it away. So. so, why y'all still complaining? Like, you know, it's like, bruh. Just say sorry. Because mm-hmm. it was wrong. Mm-hmm. And keep it moving. Because now we're all, like, looking at you side-eyed. Like, what is going on over there at the f- offices of Forever 21? And we know what's going on. We all know what's going on at the offices of Forever 21, okay? Walk into that store, and you <laughs> see all this little cute stuff in the smallest of sizes. Exactly. And then you look in the plus size session and you're like, what the fuck is this? I can't wear these jeans. I can't mm-hmm. wear this. Like, this is ugly. Like, what did all be? Got me a cross color top. I'm like, what? <laughs> what is going on here? None of this is cute. But then you look over there, they have, oh, cute, new, trendy, like whatever is high fashion, like the, the remake, cheaper version of that. Yeah. But then the plus size section is like the same shit, like a large button down or like a blouse mm-hmm. or like the same pair of jeans that fit kind of awkwardly on everybody right. who is a right. plus sizes. Right. And like, it's just, uh, it's terrible. And they yeah. get the little corner. Yeah, exactly. Right. They should do, they, they definitely need to do way better. Expand. 
They've been trying back. to shut down the men's section for Forever 21. At least the one yeah. that we went to. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Dorama, it's gone. Girl. <laughs> Is it's it? Gone. Yes. Completely. It's completely gone. Wow. There's like There's like a there's like a small section. I think they're getting rid of it or something. Yeah, there's a small section in the upstairs portion. <laughs> Men just don't shop like that. Yeah. I used to like going to Forever 21 and getting little jackets. I, I never went there for shirts or shoes or none of that stuff because mm-hmm. it just was, it just was they weren't cute. Their men's section was never cute. But um, I like their jackets. I said, they have good jackets. And I went upstairs. I said, this is it. <laughs> we were going before Vegas. Uh, yeah. And I was like, ah, oh, nah, we can't be doing that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nope. But yeah, they wrong. Moving on to what we can or maybe cannot be doing. The XXL freshman class cypher. The video came out. Yes. Did you guys watch? I yes. watched the whole thing. Yes, I did. How'd I mean, you feel I skipped through it? a lot of the whole thing. Right. I mean, I really skipped through. I didn't know who half the people were who were on there. Only people who they were only on had a. This is only like the first th- one. There was only the first one. Yeah. There's gonna be another. Like there should be like one or two more. Because it has to cover their whole. Yeah, yeah. But that yeah that was just I thought the I first saw one. And it was oh no, I didn't see Rico Nasty's first. That was another. No, one. I think she's gonna be on the. She should be on the next one. Okay. Yeah. No, yeah, I watched it. I saw the important people. Cause, like, to be <laughs> yeah. honest, whenever you're starting it off, I don't, I don't want to hear like, oh, ran on the green, and I don't <laughs> want to stop. I'm just gonna bend. And I sound like, I, t- I sound like Twenty One Savage right now, but it's not yeah. like no shade Twenty One uh-huh. Savage. But I don't want to hear like, oh yeah, that's my girl. Oh, she's the whole world. I buy her diamonds and I sometimes buy her pearls. She did legit. She did shit. She's all about like. I don't want to hear it. I'm done. <laughs> Like, it calm did. down. Wow. Fuck a bitch last night. <laughs> hit it with it. Other side. I'm like, uh-uh. Wow. Uh-uh. It's just, it was all whack. I mean, every everybody was sounding. There's this one rapper who sounded like he was singing, but he was rapping. No, <laughs> because he does sing. Okay. He's, he's yeah, I was going to say he sings. He's I'm confused. Rapper. I was so confused. I was like, what? Y- should be. You're talking about bad. YK Osiris. Yeah. Probably. Mm-hmm. He's so, oh my God, he's so bad. He's terrible. If you guys don't know who's on the freshman list for 2019, I'll give you a refresher. Boop, boop. Okay. We have the baby. Megan Stallion. Man. YB and Corday. Rico Nasty, Gunna, Comethazine, Tierra Wack, Lil Mosey, Roddy Rich, Blueface, um, YK Osiris. Yeah, I think that's kind of it. That's it, right? I think so. Did I, I name everybody? I think it did. I believe so. You, I think named, I did. you named the important people, so. That's, uh, that's, that's everybody. That right. was everybody. <laughs> yeah, I named everybody. But, um,. Yeah, um, I watched the cipher, and the only good people in the cipher were well, you know, just in the first one at least that they put out. Only good people in the cipher, Meg the Stallion, and the baby, and that's it. That's it. That's, well, that's it. it. That's well, it. I'm, I'm. I already know Rico's gonna kill her. Oh yeah, I already so know Tierra's Tierra. gonna kill her. I like, think Comethazine's gonna do good. He does. I like. His yeah, I, I like his voice a lot. His voice is really good. So we'll see what happens with the rest of these ciphers, but this cipher, oh my god, it's, it it really sucked. Like this freshman class, I was like, I'm just happy to get three women on a damn. Yeah, club. like oh, yes, I'm, I'm happy that that is three women on there. I'm very excited about that. Rap. But the other people that are on here, well, not, not I won't even say everyone, but just a 
you people like just me seeing like like their freshman freestyle mm-hmm. and then me seeing them in the in the cypher which is my first time ever hearing them and for that to be my first impression of you i was just like Ooh. that's what but the, i think that's why so many guys out here are trying to be rappers and rap because mm-hmm. they see all these like whack guys out here mm-hmm. really as and long as they know the right easy. people yeah, they yeah, are getting anywhere. So yep. they see like this happening and they're like, listen, I don't need to know how to rap. I just need to be making enough rap content and rap videos mm-hmm. to get in some rooms with some people who are important to make some checks and sign some deals. That's all they care about. Right. They don't, there is no art to it. There is no poetry nope. with Look it. There's no face. nothing. Okay. Can't even keep the beat. Nope. Not at all. Honey, it's just a damn shame. Sad. And I'm just happy that they didn't have that little you know girl on there. You know reminds me of though? Even though, I mean, he reminds me of Too Short, like, a lot. That's weird to say, I know, and I'm sorry, but... Blueface? Yes, he does. He reminds me of Too Short, the way that he raps. Oh, okay. Yep. Fun facts. Why? I don't know if it's a fun fact, but just, like, the slowness of it, like, the punching, like, every word is, like... So yeah, he he reminds me of too short. I'll be like, what is he speeding up? Is he slowing down? Does he know? Can he hear? Does he have a hearing issue? What are the deeper issues? What's the rooted issue in the fact that he cannot seem to follow a beat for the to save his life? Ever. My God, it's terrible. But Megan the baby killed it. Uh, yes, killed. the baby killed it. Meg killed it. I don't think it. Meg had enough time, but I, I heard. I, but I think I think she probably could have went longer. She just didn't because the baby went for about a good two like minutes. like two minutes, mm-hmm. a minute and a half, while everybody else did like oh thirty seconds, yeah, uh, forty five seconds. Yeah. But the baby was like, I'm gonna be up here Doing until I say I'm done. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. gonna do. I'm gonna do a whole two minutes if I feel like. And he it. did good the entire time. Yeah. Hmm. Freestyling is so interesting. The art of freestyling is interesting. I love yeah. it. I think it's cool whenever it's actually freest of style. Yes. You know? Mm-hmm. Like seeing people freestyle, like especially whenever it comes to things that aren't planned. Like if you go to a radio interview and they ask you to freestyle. Yeah. And you're able to just pull one out of pocket and just yeah, match it to that's a beat. amazing. And like you see, like you can see with every every rapper has like different freestyles that they just write just because. Mm-hmm. That yeah. way whenever they go into any place. You're ready. You're they can ready. just like hop into it depending on whatever beat they'll know how slow or how fast to go yeah but it's nice whenever you know that they've like low-key ended the written part of it and they're starting the freeing part yeah. of it because you can see their mind really working while they're talking and while they're speaking and it's, yeah it's yeah. cool it's like they write people who can do that really well are um are um big sean and j cole can do it really well too uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah i think i think that's kind of like what happened with well i mean like we said for us, at least, as far as the cypher goes, like Meg did really good and the baby did really good, and I feel like what separated Meg and the baby, like the baby, he just kept going. Like you could tell, like okay, he probably wrote like maybe like the first couple bars or whatever of it, mm-hmm. but then he just kept going, kept going, kept going. Whereas I think everybody else, like they had what they wrote for it already, did that and was done. Like, you know, like, Meg was doing really good, and she could have kept going. But I think she probably only wrote up until whatever that was, and, and boom, was like, she right, That's stopped. my time block. Mm-hmm. Like, no, keep going. Fuck the time. Get it in, girl. You're a Houston <laughs> hottie. Exactly. Come on now. We love you. 
But yes. Now we're going to move into a gust of a wind with Wes. Woo. Whoosh. <laughs> Not whoosh. Um, Beyonce. Here she is again. I am Beyonce. Giselle knows Carter. Ah, she gave <laughs> us the gift last week, by the way. I just want to let you guys all know that none of us have seen The Lion King yet. No, <laughs> but apparently our parents have. We were so hyped <laughs> to, like, talk about it last episode and just all that comes with it. And none of us went to see it. Mm-hmm. It just, a life gets a hold of you sometimes and you just don't realize it until it's too late. But we're going to go see it one time. For the one time, sometime, maybe this week, next week, I don't know. I'm going to get to it. Right. But an important part is that Beyonce gave us a gift. The. The. Gift. Gift. <laughs> and Afrobeats inspired album for The Lion King. And it indeed was a gift. She also gave us, you guys heard about us in our spirit visuals yesterday, but she also elongated that visual into a bigger visual as well. For bigger. Um, right? Bigger. Um, a, uh, literally a standout song mm-hmm. on the whole album. Um, I wanted to get you guys' thoughts on what's like your favorite, top two. I guess I'll say top two. Top two songs on The Gift. <gasps> top two? I'm going I'm to put you to two, not three, two. Oh, wow. Okay, top two. Definitely Brown Skin Girl. Okay. Oh my God, I love that song. And um, probably Niall. Oh, yes. Yeah. Those are my top two, too. Mine are Already. I love Already. Yeah. I love Already. And. Um. Uh, and Bigger. I'll say Bigger. Bigger so I love good. Bigger. I think Bigger is amazing. I think she it was so intentional for it to be the first track. Very I mean, much like, because so. listening to that, you're like, well, what else is this bitch about to bring this album? Because mm-hmm. Bigger was like, I wasn't expecting, I was expecting to start off like hella live and hella wild and just hella like, right. And it started off so like, with water, something way bigger. Right? <laughs> bigger than yeah, <laughs> bigger than me, bigger than all the things we wish to be. Legacy. I was like Beyonce. This song is good. Mm-hmm. And you know who else is standing bigger? Anita Baker. Anita, Anita Baker, Baker is fully standing bigger. Anita Baker. Anita Baker. Anita Baker. Anita Baker. Mm-hmm. And the whole album as well, the whole project. <laughs> but she's been making tweets at tweet after tweet after tweet about. Bigger. Has she? She has. <laughs> bigger has been like, I need a bigger song, apparently. She's like, oh, this is such a good work of art. Da, 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 da. Such an artist, Beyonce. Yeah, yeah, she's been praising Beyonce about this whole entire The Gift album. Mm. But yeah, those are my two tops. Um, <laughs> Your two tops? <laughs> no bottoms? <laughs> we got two tops and no bottoms. Now, that's no fun, is it? That is no fun. <laughs> hey, so you, uh, no, I thought you was gone. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 so oh. you. <laughs> <laughs> I think two tops can be a lot more funner than two bottoms because, I mean, like, <laughs> you can get creative with two tops, but then you got two bottoms and you're kind of like, Yeah, okay, oh, that's what, yeah. what are you really going to do at that point? Just, there's, so there's nothing to do uh, here. Right. Scissor? <laughs> Shut up. Scissor. I can't. Back on track, back on track, back on track. Oh, ah. boy. No, yes, but the gift was a blessing. I loved it. I thought it was amazing. Um, I like the fact that she did an Afro Beats inspired album and brought a lot of these artists from Africa 
and like mm-hmm. to just sit and just write and put all their creative like all their creative minds together in a think tank and just come up with this amazing project. Mm-hmm. I adore it. Um, even the songs that I don't understand, I adore. Like Ja Ja Arai. Yeah. I like that song too. I I pretty much like all the songs. I think there is one where I was like, eh, good captain. But I can't even think of what it is, so clearly wasn't that damn bad. I think there was only one song that I was like, I don't know, um, on the album, and it yeah, was. I can't think of what it what it was. Was it the king? Um, I'm like, was it the keys of the kingdom song? I can't think of what it was. I think to, for me, was it, it the scar song? I think it was scar for me. It might have been scar, scar. Was the song that I was like, okay. It might have been what scar. Hmm. But everything else was amazing. I like keys of the kingdom. I like all of them. Yes. Other side was emotional to me. It yeah, it was. I was it like, is. damn, mm-hmm. Beyonce, you're really out here trying to get people in their feels feels. Mm-hmm. She is so good, though. I mean, like, I cannot be mad yeah. at it. Beyonce. It's just so interesting to hear, like, the other day, like, me and my boo were driving. And I was like, I want to hear some Beyonce. Like, what do you want to hear? And he was like, I'm thinking, like, 2003, 2004 Beyonce. I was like, I got you. Dangerously in love. Let's go. <laughs> uh-huh. Pop that on. It's like, oh, my God. Like. You hear how like tiny her voice was. Yeah, there's been growth. It was in like, and then you put this on. It's like wow, like you really get to see how much she grew, like in this amount of time that she's been here. And it's just like wow. And she's singing. Yeah, she's singing. Yeah, like like, no offense to um, what was it? How am I forgetting it already? What? Um, last album. What was it? Whose last album? Beyonce, Jay Z. What was it called? The Carter. Thank you. Jesus you mean Christ. like everything? Everything, um, is everything is love. Yes, that one. Yeah. Oh, last album. Great. It was more fun. It was like, more fun. Oh, they were having fun together. She was mm-hmm. singing on this. She was. Album. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was really out here giving us vocals. Yeah, and it was just really cool to see that. Like, wow. You know, she like she can kind of do it all. You know, mm-hmm. she can really sing if she wants to. She could just have like, oh, I'm just. Me and my husband, we just having fun in the studio album, and then like, oh, like I'm just here. It's kind of like flirty and playful and fun, like like the Beyonce album. You know, she can just she she can just do it all. Amazing. Yeah, everything she does is so timely and so needed at every single time. So you go. And so purposeful. Nothing that she does is like without intention. Okay, Ever. she listens to her sister. Okay, do nothing, do nothing without, without intention. intention. Mm. Do nothing without intention. Mm. Hold up. <laughs> <laughs> Next on the gust of wind, I wanted to bring up um, something that I found interesting. I don't know if this happened last week or the week before last, but Ryan Destiny and Keith Powers did a photo shoot for mm-hmm. a magazine. It's called, oh, I should find that so that I'm not like to sing out here mm. aimlessly. I know I definitely saw all the pictures last week. I did too. Week. I think I started to see it. And they're gorgeous pictures. They're, oh I mean, God, they're I am so obsessed. We the Urban. It's like a digital magazine. They got like a digital cover. Mm-hmm. And in the magazine, they did an interview talking about like their relationship and like their love and being in the entertainment industry, being young, being in love, having a relationship on display in the um, in the media. How do you keep your privacy? Yada, yada, yada. And basically, they were just giving all these like cute little gems to people just about like what they do, um, what love means to them, how, whenever, when, what did they um, feel when they realized they were both in love with each other, but they interviewed them separately, not together. 
So it was oh, like, I like that. Y- it was it was cute. It was like they would ask Ryan a question and then they would ask Keith a question. But I think they they interviewed them both separately mm. and got their like different lot. viewpoints on what love means to them, mm-hmm. how they fell in love, all that like, was from like a different lens. So it was interesting. I loved it. Um, but yeah, there are some people who are like, oh my goodness, like they're too young. Like y'all are supposed to be out here living your lives. Like you're putting your life out there on social media and you guys are, um, you guys are trying to give relationship advice and relationship goals. Y'all going to be broken up in like what, three or four years. This isn't going to mean anything. People are putting negativity, negativity out there. Y'all are some bitter bitches. They are. And I wanted to get your like viewpoint. Like, I don't think that they're too young, but do you feel like advice from people who are of this age is quote unquote invalid? No, everyone's nobody's no matter how stupid or how smart you think someone's opinion is, it's never going to be invalid because people have a right to have their opinion Mm -hmm. on certain things, no matter what it is. Sadly, that's just how it is. And you can respect it or you can just pay it does shit. Okay. Um, But you don't have to. God, put all that fucking negativity that is unnecessary it's ugly and ugly as hell people are gonna have their different views on things like some people feel like they shouldn't have sex till they're married and i feel like those people need help <laughs> but also some people feel like they shouldn't get married until they're like 40 something or mm-hmm. whatever. Everybody has their different something when it comes to being with someone, being in love and mm-hmm. what li- love means to them and all that other shit. So there's some people who are like, oh, that's couple goals. So some people are like, oh, yeah, they're some be- people are like, oh, that's people too are, young. I know people are waiting for their downfall almost like, which yeah. is what people are always going to do. People whenever, are always Whenever you put your relationship downfall. out there on social media, privy they're to those who are the, the public, end. it's like, they're waiting for the end. So of they it. can say, oh, I knew that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, they that's seem so, so in love. Oh, it's like, so fake. People are so yeah. bitter. So people are giving them some negative. I mean, they're getting, they're getting some positivities, positivity too, but. They're also bitties. getting a lot of negativity whenever it comes to like their opinions on love and them being like of our age, like twenty four, twenty five. Like Those in people that that's time not gonna room. have sex till they married, and then right. they're gonna be like, "I should have had a hot girl." Somewhere. And there are thirty and forty yeah, year olds coming like, on the picture, had a like, "Oh somewhere. no!" Yeah, because they gonna realize if that. I had to do this interview, if I was twenty four, whenever I, I'm I'm forty now, but like knowing me and my twenty four year old self, like right. I'd be right. embarrassed if I did this. Right. Um, I'm like, oh my god, like damn. Okay. Can they live? Can they breathe? Like, can you let them just be? Because what she was doing at 24 was you wasn't making as much money as they were. So mm-hmm. your life wasn't as quote unquote. I'm saying quote unquote as in financial, financials, financially wasn't mm-hmm. as stable or easy as they have it at this moment. You know, right. they are a young pup couple who have money. Like, you know, I feel like relationships were so different whenever you're young and you have a lot of money because it's like you it can naturally you grow quickly like you have to learn yeah. how to manage your finances mm-hmm. you're buying houses at the age of like 21 22 yeah. like you're playing like you know you're doing a lot of things that you're, you're a full-blown adult mm-hmm. like even me at 21 like even me now i'm not a full-blown adult like nope. <laughs> okay i don't pay for everything so that i got like you know i'm not taking care of everything i don't have a whole plan laid out but it's like at that age to have the option to be able to live freely and independent from your parents 
mm-hmm. is like even I think about that when I think about um Sky Jackson. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. How old is she? Like is she even in her? Is she even twenty? I don't yet? even think she's in her twenties. I'm gonna look it up right now, though, she might really be like quick. Nine, eighteen, nineteen. Sky. Oh, I think. I think she might be. She. No, she's definitely younger than us. I know that yeah. for sure. Um, Sky is. Uh, she is seventeen. Yeah. But okay, she's, she's a seventeen-year-old who lives in New York who has her own place. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, own place, like, own living area, like, comes home, like, cooks for herself, like, yeah, all that stuff. And it's like, whenever you're that, whenever you're young and you're making money, you grow up quick. Yep. Because yeah. you got to manage that. Even if you got people to manage it for you, it's still the fact that yeah. you it's have it. Good. It's at your disposal. It's just different. People just have to realize that everyone's life isn't their life and people mm-hmm. have different experiences. Like, and it's okay if these you know, it's okay if these two people are young and in love and buying houses and cars and whatever together. That's fine. <laughs> and if they're broken up in three or four years, like you're so wishing on, okay, so what? They had three or four years of love or whatever. Okay, they got they to live spend, and learn. They got, they got to live and learn. We all You're do. mad because you had to sit through three or four years of some BS and y'all was both broke. <laughs> y'all was both living at y'all parents' Somebody house. Supporting someone and else. y'all's all y'all sharing a car or whatever. Like y'all just mad that y'all had to do it mm. in a broke way. And they get to do it in a way where they're comfortable in mm. whatever aspect they choose to go. Like they they want to go on vacation tomorrow. They can. They can. And you know, and mm. the, and they just people just have to realize that people's experience is not universal mm-hmm. like your experience is not what everyone goes through and theirs is not what everyone else goes through but it's okay for someone to be like you know their age or in our you know our age age range to share like hey i'm in love right now with this person and this mm-hmm. is what we're doing this is how we're keeping it alive this is how we're keeping it like you know fun and blah because blah, yeah, blah. they're talking about their relationship they're not yeah. saying Oh, in all aspects of life, when it comes to right. love, you need to do this. They're not saying that. They're just talking about their experience with their love. But exactly. I also think how crazy it is at the fact that bringing um, race into this once again, it's so crazy to see people look at them, especially a lot of people who are black people who look at them and be like, oh, let's see how long this lasts. Oh, they're not going to last long. Yeah, like, But why, like why when you got matter? people who are in young Hollywood who are white, like Justin Bieber and Haley, whatever. What's her name? Yep. Haley Baldwin. Baldwin. Uh, yeah, Baldwin. they're married. Well, Haley Bieber now, but <laughs> they're married, and you don't see one. people being yeah, like, I know. I was like "Oh, they're not gonna last," or "Oh, you know, they see, oh, they're so cute. Oh, they're such a cute married couple. They're so young." Right. Or like you know, like they're allowed to live and like learn in a got, sense. Like how we just got so upset because Dylan, yeah. Dylan Sprouse, right? Dylan, Dylan yeah. Sprouse and Lily Reinhardt. Uh, yeah. Broke up. Oh, my God. From Riverdale. A show that should be canceled. (laughs) Yeah. And everyone was so upset, but I never saw anyone when they got together. I never saw saw anyone like, oh, we'll see where they're at in six months or a year, blah, 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 blah. Like, that never happened. So, yeah, that's very true. I think when it comes to, like, young black couples, people are always looking for them to fail. And, I mean, that sucks. Like, you know. It does. That really sucks. And you get it the most from your community. Yeah, you yeah, do exactly. all the time. And I think that whatever. If they don't make it, so what? So if that's they make life. it, 
Great. So Who cares? It it's life. Like we go through things. But don't be mad because they're giving advice on how they carry their relationship. Because to be exactly. honest, they're there. Don't. We went don't. from what I read in the article. Yeah. They're carrying their relationship very in like a very mature way. Mm-hmm. Like. And I'm seeing I and I'm seeing people in my personal life who are at the ages of 30, 35, 40, still carrying out these immature ass Ooh, relationships right. with both men and women and being like, ah, mm-hmm. y'all had a fight over what? And now he's what? And now y'all ain't living with who and doing what? Yeah. So it's just like, I don't I don't think it. I don't think you have any agent or any say. I mean, you have a say yeah. in what you think, but mm-hmm. your opinion after seeing your track record, sit, sit down. <laughs> like, please sit down. Exactly. Have really several seats. Exactly. Because like, you can take some notes and tips from them right now. Yeah, like, I think right. it's okay. Like, it's okay for me to be the same age as them and for me to look at what they, like, what they're doing, how they care for their relationship and me being like, oh, okay, I can incorporate some of those things because more than likely going to be easier for me to relate to people that are my age mm-hmm. rather than like, Oh, my parents telling me, Oh, we keep it alive by doing this or blah, 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 blah. Or like, you know, someone older than me telling me how they handle their relationship. Like that's okay. But I'm like, I'm 15 years younger. I'm 18, right, 22 years now. younger y'all, than you. Like y'all had eh. a different time. Than <laughs> a whole different time. Period, whole a whole different, different everything. Like, eh, I'd rather not. I'd rather get it from someone who's my age. Thank you. I don't want to get it from the 50-year-old woman who's like, how to find a man at how I found my husband at 20-something and kept him and here are the things I did. No, I want to hear from someone. Who was my age now now. who's growing up in my environment. Yeah. Especially growing up in L.A. With social media influences. You know, all that good stuff. Like we talked about in our In Case You Forgot episode, dating in L.A. at a young age. You know? A mess. All that. All that plays part. Exactly. Mm. And from there, we're going to move on to the Under Our Umbrella segment. Yes. (sighs) All right. So, for Under Our Umbrella, we're going to do um, a conversation on will the PWI-HBCU debate ever end? No, it won't. (laughs) Of course, right. And I think it's all ingrained in the education at both institutions. Both institutions, <laughs> yeah. Um, but I saw a tweet from on Twitter from at underscore next day air, air spelled H E I R. And she put trying to hear PWI blacks out when they're um stating their case on why they didn't choose an HBCU requires a huge level of maturity. I haven't heard a reason yet that made logical sense, and it takes so much effort for me not to cut up. Uh-huh. All right. Well, I mean, from the way that tweet was written. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, aside from that. And everyone at this table, did none, not of us to HBCU. none of us went to HBCU. <laughs> we all Neither. went to And apparently we are the stupid bitches. <laughs> we, all, we all went to PWIs in California. And, we, and, right. pa- and apparently she going to cut up on all of us because yeah. we did not choose an HBCU. I didn't choose an Does HBCU. anyone want to say why they didn't choose an HBCU? I will. Okay. Um, When I was starting like my, oh my God, my search of colleges in my senior year of high school, my the only HBCU I was looking towards was Clark Atlanta. 
because I wanted, I just wanted to be around like, oh, like, you know, an all female school, that would have been fun. So I was only looking towards that school and that only school I was looking, looking at, they didn't have my major, which was marketing, which is part of business, which is like, and like the business umbrella. So I was like, they don't have marketing. I don't want to just do straight business. I want to do marketing like specifically. And they didn't have that. So I was like, well, okay. I'll just look at all my other choices. But that was the only HPCO I was looking at at that time. I wasn't thinking like, oh, okay, well, let me look out. Let me go look at Howard. Like that has never crossed yeah. my mind. I just, I wanted Clark Atlanta and they didn't have my major. So I just moved on. Okay. Nika, do you have any specific reason why you didn't choose HPC or you just didn't want to really looking into them? Um, I was looking into some, but. For what I wanted to do, which was criminal justice, but my concentration was mainly in like, um, like forensic sciences and stuff. And when I was looking, like there wasn't really like much for me. And it's also the fact, like the money, like all of the HBCUs are like not in California, uh-huh. <laughs> so out of state fees. Yeah, exactly. So fees. then you have your out of state fees and everything, and like it wasn't. It wasn't on no negative shit, which is what seems to be the narrative every time they try to make their argument. Yes, this is true. Their argument for this is always Very oh they negative. just yeah it's always like oh they're just being negative and it's not that like I would have loved to go to an HBCU of course but mm-hmm. HBCUs don't carry enough majors sometimes like like if you want like a specific something like for instance Frenchie says she wanted marketing marketing is should be like one of the main things in business and at any school honestly because it's like one of the main things that you need for business you need to market your business yeah so to not have that is kind of like well (laughs) you know so Mm -hmm. it's never on no negative shit when somebody well for us it wasn't on no negative shit it was just a simple fact that money and yeah, money, and they probably didn't have what we really wanted, or you know, s- stuff like that. But it's never mm-hmm. on no, oh, it's too many black people, or <laughs> whatever the fuck y'all be saying. Yeah. <laughs> um, I didn't go because I just wasn't looking into it. I really wasn't. I didn't want to leave California, so I had no reason oh, to look yeah, or that. outside of California. I was like, I want to stay in California. I don't really want to go anywhere else. So I looked for schools in California, mm-hmm. applied to them, got into all of them, and picked one. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> whenever right. I was in college, mm-hmm. we they had they offered, uh, which is so interesting because now that I think about it, I don't know many people. I know maybe like a couple people did it, but it was um, uh, the semester a abroad. semester of well, like uh, like domestic semester mm-hmm. yeah. um, program at my university, and <laughs> <laughs> um, you could either go to Spelman or Morehouse and they would like send you there and like the credits get transferred mm-hmm. over and you spend a semester there. And I know people who did it, who I'm close to who loved it. And I have friends who went to Morehouse and I have friends who went to Spelman and, um, I, they, they both came over to like my PWI and hearing the, difference from people because i knew people who went over there and i knew people who came from there and came here yeah mm-hmm. and yeah. hearing the difference and how they educate was really interesting to me um but to sum up what she said about um 
her trying to figure out why, whenever they're pleading their case on why they didn't choose an HBCU, mm-hmm. requires a huge level of maturity from her. This tweet alone shows how immature that you are. Yeah, <laughs> like, it doesn't take anything. Uh, right, to I'm like the tweet alone is immature, so I already see what mindset you're coming from. And I'm about to sit up here and deal with that. And some people think that people, people, black people who go to PWIs are quote unquote too good. Think that they're too good. Uh, no, but. <laughs> I don't think I'm too good at all. No. I'm 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 regular. <laughs> just like y'all. Like we regular all got degrees. Regular. We all trying to get jobs. <laughs> at the end of the day, college is a small portion of what life has to offer when it comes to the job market, okay? Mm-hmm. I think it's just like how it seems on social media at least. When Especially these black deba- Twitter. Yeah, like when these debates come up and like I think I like like I've said probably previously on this podcast i only follow black people at least that's what i think mm-hmm. <laughs> <On Twitter. laughs> so um you know like when these topics come up on that platform there are you know people from pwi saying things like oh i didn't want to go to an hbcu because oh that degree doesn't really doesn't hold real weight in the world mm-hmm. or because hbcus are always like so incredibly like unorganized and financial aid is really bad and I've terrible heard the same like, like people that actually go to yeah financial exactly. aid story at a at yeah, an HBCU, HBCU is yeah. a whole yeah like you know because there are things like that like oh and and you know just basically saying that like in the real world in HBCU education it doesn't hold up and it doesn't prepare you for the real world and then you have people at HBCUs saying like well if you only went like if you went to a pwi then you haven't you know then you didn't you didn't want to take the chance to learn you know to learn your craft and learn your you know get your education around people who look like you from people that look like you like you know you just didn't want to be around your own community but we and were earning your that's why education. we were all in bsu <laughs> right <laughs> yeah but they feel like well why didn't instead why why just have a why just only be in the bsu and you're only like for instance at the school i went to when i was there the black population on our campus was like the when i the year that i left it was at the highest which was three percent three percent we had six percent and that's huge I mean, yeah, for that's a lot. Yeah, a lot. so so, so like people from HBUC, HBCUs feel like, well, why did you go to a PWI where you're just limited to, you know, to a BSU where there's maybe like seven, ten of y'all when it could be a whole campus of y'all? Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? And I understand both sides of the argument in some ways, but it's just, you know, I think if we viewed it from a place where, like, you know, everyone has their own experience. Everyone has their own reasons for why they did certain things and to just accept people's reasons for mm-hmm. what they are and not try to spin it into what we want it to be or what we think it should be. Then I think this debate will end, but mm-hmm. yep. we're not really fully capable of that yet. Matter. So. At the end of the day, you still yeah. went to school. We're all black people that went and got our, you know, degrees, got our degrees. Okay. Simple so. as that. Um, and I want to say, for me, also, probably a reason I didn't look into HBCUs was just because I wanted a different experience than what I've had my whole entire life. Like, Which is just my black elementary school, Same all black people. Same Middle here. school, all black people. people. High school, all black people. All black people. And I was like, 
I'm so comfortable with black people that like I have to be prepared to be uncomfortable in a white world. Like because I was, I'm, reality, I live in a black neighborhood, an right. all black neighborhood. Like you know, I, I don't, <laughs> exactly. I don't come across many white people in this neighborhood. Like I need to be able to adapt to yeah. another environment, exactly, so I can be prepared for when I'm thrown out there for real. And I have to say, whenever I did go to my PWI, it was super weird to be in class with white people. Yes. I, I had never. It was the strangest I thing. Had never weird. been in class with white people, rich white kids at mm. that. I was like, oh, and my rich Asians. God, and it was weird because it was like, I always found found myself like I was always in the front of class. I always found myself participating because it's just like what I did. But like they really don't be doing shit, yo. Like the work that they put in like it's all in their notebooks and like sharing with one another what they've learned in class mm-hmm. to all pass yeah. the test but like there were like in class participation like it was limited to maybe like a couple white kids in 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 the class and that's it everybody else just be sitting there mm-hmm. like when is class over i'm like y'all not learning nothing okay well i'm soaking this up what'd you say ma'am <laughs> professor what <laughs> like you know i'm out here with really participating because i'm paying for i'm paying thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars mm-hmm. thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars for this degree i'm going to participate in class mm-hmm. there's no way that i'm gonna be like Oh, well, like, you did really good in class, but you never participated, so I docked you down a couple points. No, bitch. If anything, I'm going to have participation on the key. Right. Like, I'm paying too <laughs> much money. I'm paying $4,000 a class. Okay? Please. Catch me that. in tutoring. Catch me. Okay? Right. Catch me in the office hours. Catch me somewhere. Right. My education is valuable to me. And now I'm repaying it all back, and it feels like... <laughs> Did I make the right decision? I could have been a stripper. I could see I see all these people coming up right now. Mm-hmm. Reality TV, social media stars, and I could have been something else. Right, I should no right. right with no degree. I'd be looking like this degree is costing mm-hmm. me my sanity. But mm-hmm. I it all means something in the end. When it yeah. comes to the fact that I do have the piece of paper, I am degreed, like I can go somewhere and be like, I have a college degree. I graduated from here. I studied this. I have yeah. research in this. Like, you know, like it's nice to feel like that. But then once you get those bills, it's like, oh my goodness, was it worth it? Mm-hmm. I think every time that monthly bill comes, I'm like, was it worth it? Was it worth mm-hmm. it? But it was worth it. I am the only one out of my parents and grandparents who have a degree. So I feel like, okay, I did something to make them proud. Amen. Mm-hmm. Same here. Do you think that you got your degree for your parents? Or did you do it? Did I get it for my parents? Or did you do it for yourself? Like, did you go to college like, yes, college, me. No, I think it was like for, Mm -hmm. like it was for me because that's what I want to do. But I think at the same time it was like, at the same, you know, it was, it was, it was for like, it was for them at the same time. Uh Uh-huh. Because they they didn't get to finish, like you know what I mean. Yeah. So. I feel like. Or it. go. Well, right. like like my my mom went. I don't think that my dad did, but my you know. So, yeah, it was just. Yeah, like me going and finishing like for them, like my sister went. But she didn't get to finish because, like you know money life so it's just kind of like okay i got to go and i got to just i got to do the whole thing i got to finish like wow like yeah so it kind of feel like yeah i did it like i did it for like my my Mm -hmm. family you know i feel you Mm -hmm. same page i did it for my i did it for me because i couldn't imagine life like without a college degree whenever it came to just like Mm -hmm. like i wasn't i'm an only child so like my parents don't have anybody else to lean on except for me and so I'm like, awkward, like, I have to do this because this mm-hmm. is what they expect from me, you know? 
And I was just like, let's just do it. Let's just get it out. And I literally picked a random major. There was no, like, strategic, like, I wish someone would have had to sit down on me about all the majors that were in. Because let me tell you something. Wasn't it? What was it at first? Was it bio? It was. I wanted it to be bio. But the school that I picked, I had to take certain classes that that, that were not offered at my high school. So there was no way I was able to, like, get into the program off bat. I would have to take, like, remedial courses in order to get into, Mm. like, I would have to, to, like, calculus and, like, a whole these other things that that were not offered at my high school. So um, it it, it in part has to do with the fact that I didn't go into bio because of my credits from high school that didn't match up with, like, what they were expecting a bio student, a freshman bio student to come in with. Yeah. I, I just didn't have the opportunity to have that. But I did get in on a sociology degree major, and I had always m- wanted to change it. But then I took a bio course and was like, hell no. <laughs> Not changing that. <laughs> bio was way too hard in college. High school bio was easy. College bio was like, oh, my God. Mr. Calmer. Okay. Like, I felt <laughs> like I was about to die. And whenever I took that class, I said, no, I'm sick of social. And at the end of the day, I ended up loving social. But I didn't know what it was in the beginning. It's yeah. like they make you fill out an application. They make you yeah. pick your major. And then you're just sitting, waiting. And you're Basically. like, okay, cool. Like, I got in with a social major. Like, what do I do with this? And yeah. then I what realized that <laughs> most social majors, you have to go get a master's to really get, like, a good job in yeah. sociology. So it's like from there, school just does not end. But, um, yeah, I did, I did it for partly for myself and partly for, like, my family. Because, you know... I was like, I felt weird not going. Because, like, there are some students who also take a gap year. Mm. Who are like, okay, like, I graduated from high school. I'm going to take a year off, and then I'm going to go to college. And that is just so discouraged. (laughs) Like, I can imagine me telling my parents, I'm going to take a year off, and then I'm going to go to college. They'd be like, oh, no. You're like, take a year off for what? Right. What you want to do in that year? Right. Oh, travel. Travel with what money? You ain't got no what? (laughs) Like, you know. Sometimes I feel sometimes I feel like that's where I went wrong. Like after I got like my my degree, it was like I was supposed to go like up to San Francisco and intern like at this place. And my brother was going to hook me up at. But I was like, uh, like at the time I was like in this relationship and he wasn't really comfortable with me leaving. So I was like, okay, I'll just stay. I'll just do like a gap year and then I'll go do grad school after that i think that was probably like the worst decision i ever made really yeah i think that it really was like i really wish i didn't take that year off because i feel like personally like it pushed me back so far Mm -hmm. like where i could have just took that summer to intern and then go back to school i took a whole year off and i didn't have anything like i didn't i didn't go up to san francisco for that internship and then I'm just at home, like, trying to find a job, trying to find an internship. Like, and nothing was coming. Nothing was shaking. Nothing was popping. <laughs> nothing was locking. Everything was girl. still as the water. Still as the water. And I and I worked, like, like, I really worked, like, so hard, like, trying to study at, like, my GRE and stuff, like, to take it again and blah, 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 blah. And then, like, okay. I think I think it was yeah it was about a year and then like I applied for a school and then I got in but then I didn't really do like my research that much because I just wanted to get back into school so yeah. bad I got back in and it was like oh well you got into the program but they really don't have what they're what they're supposed to have right now so you're kind of asked out 
So I did a semester and then I left and now I'm about to go back. So it's just kind of like that, that year I took off. It made a difference. It made such a huge difference. And I wish I never did it. Mm. I really wish I never did it, but Uh Hey, I'm here where I am now and (laughs) I'm here with you guys. I'm on this podcast. So I guess things happen for a reason. They happen for a reason. They do. You'll hey. see it. You may not <laughs> see it now, but you'll see it soon. You're like, you know what? That you, and I bet you, yeah, in, in like five to ten years, your opinion on that year off is going to be like, you know what? I needed that for growth. Mm-hmm. Like, you really saw Probably, yourself toughen yeah. up, get stronger. Like, that year is something. It may not be the best, mm-hmm. but it definitely helped you in a sense to grow. So, I thought. Um, and, Yeah. Did you share? Anyway. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I got Wendy on the TV. I'm trying to. Mm. <laughs> What's she doing? Right. <laughs> um. I said, did you want to, you know? Your experience at a PWI, do you feel like mm, black people who you might have met who go to HBCUs look at you a certain way because you chose the PWI, maybe? Um. I feel like people are going to look at you a certain way no matter what you do. Mm-hmm. I did not want to stay in California. I wanted to go out of state, but money. So, mm-hmm. you know, money is a huge factor in life. And I'm learning that okay. every day. That paper <laughs> really does make a difference. Money. Cash is king, really. It cash really, really does rule everything around me. People are like, money is everything. I'm like, yo, bruh. But let me tell you something about you, if I had some but money. But it is. <laughs> like, yeah, it brings more problems. But if I had some money, I could handle Man. a lot of this business. It brings more problems. Right. Man. It seems like it's seems solved. Like it, right. It seems <laughs> like it's going to solve all mine right now. Okay. Right now. But like, if you have money, like, I'm like, nah, bruh. Mm-hmm. I need that, that. I need that now. Mm-hmm. Shit. I just wish that. Um, I would have had more conversation that adults would have stepped up more to really talk to us about degrees. Agreed. Like all they really said was go to college. They didn't say anything about passion or um, researching things or mm-hmm. or how trade schools might bring in more money because. Right, you those jobs, yeah, that and only that, not the yeah. You don't, right. <laughs> you don't need all the extra stuff. You just need that certification to fix an air conditioner, right. and then you're making sixty k a year or whatever. Uh huh. <laughs> no, yeah, and um, I feel like even talking to my friends who like did the whole entire flip flop abroad, uh-huh. or like um domestically, it was like interesting to see how the people who were at PWIs who went to HBCUs told me how easy it was for them uh-huh. when it came to classes, class schedules, time management. Like they were like, you know, no offense, but it wasn't hard. Like I come from a school where I'm writing this, this and that, and I have all these things to do. And like, they're so thorough, but like out there, it's like everybody on the same way. They all just want to succeed. They said, but it was hard in a sense of, like your social game really matters I could mm-hmm. see at HBCUs. <laughs> they're like, especially since the everybody curriculum. Everybody is you. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like your social game, everybody is your competition. Whereas yeah. at PWIs, everybody's not focused on their own, whatever it be. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you're just trying to be the, ble- the best quote unquote, like person of color, black person, whatever it is, person of color in the classroom. 
because you're surrounded by black people. But at HBCUs, they're all one same thing. Everybody's smart. Everybody like you know. Everybody wants something. Mm-hmm. So your social game really matters. But as far as the curriculum went, they all said it was really easy. Mm-hmm. And then people who came from HBCUs and came to my PWI were like, "This shit is <laughs> some new shit." <laughs> they was like, "I'm out here, like or I'm I, I'm working hard <laughs> just to get this passing grade in this class." And I'm like, yeah, I mean, when it comes to workload, too, I think that's a really big topic mm-hmm, when yeah. it comes to PWIs versus HBCUs. But I also think it has to do with deal with funding mm. and oh, yeah, money. Yeah. And like they're like, oh, yeah, but like they offer a star education, you know, and you talk to people like, oh, yeah, I'm studying medicine at Howard or I'm studying medicine here. And I'm OK, cool. But then they always end up going to medical schools that. PWIs. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. USC, UCLA. They're like, like if preparing nah, I'm at, them. Nah, I'm at Emory. Right? Yeah. I was like, okay, <laughs> okay, okay. So I see what's happening here. <laughs> <coughs> mm. That's oh, so I true. Funding does play a big part. It does. I feel yeah. like if HBCUs had more funding, would, or, yeah, if they had more funding, it would be a world of a difference. <laughs> And they'd probably be um, similar to PWIs. They would just be black PWIs in a sense. They would still be HBCUs, but if they have more funding, it would probably yeah. be a lot more different. Mm. I agree. Because, like, like that whole thing, ha- oh, I can't think of what school it was. HBCU last year, or was it earlier this year? And they were they had to do this whole, like, basically like a GoFundMe, like please help oh, us yeah, like save our the school. Oh yeah, because the school was going to get shut down. I forgot what school it was. I forget. It was an HBCU. Yeah. But well, like uh, an institution yeah. should not. I've never seen a PWI have to do that, but I only see HBCUs have to do yeah, that. struggling. Cause they and that's have, ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like that's crazy that these institutions that are built by black, by black people for black people have to basically set up like GoFundMe's to be like, hey, please help us, you know, save our school, keep our school open, keep our university open. Like, that's ridiculous that they even have to think about that or go through that because when you're at a PWI, it, n- that is ne- never on your mind. Uh-huh. Because money is constantly flowing. Yeah, money, mean, money is constantly flowing. You know that your financial aid package is going to be right every year. Uh-huh. You, you know, know that you're going to always get in contact with someone. And that was a big thing, too, financial uh, yeah. aid. Yeah. And people trying to deal with financial people. aid at um, HBCUs and, like, them not answering the phone for days mm-hmm. and, like, ignoring people. And, and not they don't know if messages. they can start their classes yet because they don't know if their financial a came through mm-hmm. so they can start picking their classes exactly communication's also a big thing oh yeah yeah, yeah so. just uh, <laughs> yeah so yeah i think at the end of the day it's not a oh pwis are better oh no hbcus are better i don't think one is better than the other it's just yeah just different experiences on both types of campuses mm-hmm and that's just people ex- people's experience. Yeah, let it be what it is. And you just choose on your own, like, where you want to go. Right. And don't let anyone make you feel bad because you chose the HBCU over the PWI. Or the PWI over the HBCU. Just know in your heart that you chose what was best for you. Mm-hmm. And just let it be that. And I think, yeah, you'll be good. Just choose what's best for you. And right. Because yeah, you ain't doing it for nobody else Except but yourself. you. Except yourself. Yeah. 
I agree totally. Awesome the connections that you make depending on like just like even with the HBCU culture and the like talking to people who go to HBCUs and they're, they're like y'all <laughs> I remember it's so funny. She was like, Y'all don't get dressed to go to class here and I was like, What do you mean get dressed? She's like, like we just we up. dress for class, like you know we dress to go, like you know it's important that you look good all the time, mm-hmm. hair done. Some girls may have their heels on, da, da, da. I'd be like, girl, I rolled out this bed, I put on these sweats, I put on this right. shirt, I and I went to sides. class. Right. <laughs> and she's like, oh no, like we don't do that. Like you will never see anybody not looking mm-hmm. on point on ten right on an HBCU campus. It's like, like you always have to have that appearance yeah. on the HBCUs. And I'm seems. just like, girl, we go to class in our sweats and yoga pants with an acai bowl (laughs) (laughs) and some drool still left from the shoulder like okay we here like you know we did our thing not toe up but i used to mm. i used to be comfortable (laughs) with my bonnet in class my 8 a.m you can't tell me nothing i rolled out of that Mm -hmm. bitch with the basketball shorts and the slides and the socks with the sunglasses on and the hoodie on like let's go to this 8 a.m and let's power (laughs) through exactly hoodie was always on it was always Mm -hmm. i went to a school that was really near the water and the beach so it was always super windy in the morning and super like overcast (laughs) super foggy (laughs) super foggy and like so cold in the morning so i would throw on that sweatshirt windy for me yeah mine used to be nothing but fog in the morning (laughs) the grass would be frozen right because it's so fucking cold over there in the bay area so everything was just cold cold but i loved it because i love the cold weather yeah the grass would be frozen in the morning you look at the soccer field be like nigga did it snow Ah. (laughs) so in cap will it ever end do you think it will ever end what's the solution to it ending no because everybody got their ego yeah people have their (laughs) egos people don't mind their own business Mm mm-hmm I don't think it'll end either. People always want to have an input in what someone else is doing with their life. Yeah. I feel like once people let go of that, of having input in everything that someone else is doing, then life they will can be a lot simpler. They can live their own black ass As long life. as everybody stays in there. Yeah. Stay in their lane. Stop swerving. <laughs> exactly. Stop swerving. Okay. <laughs> Listen, as long as people stay in their lane. At the end of the day, all that's important is, hey, we are both black. Mm-hmm. And we both got our degrees. Right. That's all that matters at the end of the day. Everything else falls by the wayside. Not one degree is more valuable than the other. We both put in hella mm-hmm. money to get it. Mm-hmm. Don't matter if one was more than the other. We still did our studies. We still got accredited by the university that we went to. Exactly. They know that we worked our ass off for this. I cannot hate on you for it. Simple as that. Hate on me, hate Exactly. I wanted to bring up one more thing. Got a couple oh. more minutes left. What do you okay. want? Simple. Sure. An easy one, I guess. Okay. Um, I was on Twitter as the you other are day. Often. As I am often. <laughs> as we all are often. All as you usually um, are around 6, 12 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> right. right. What the fuck? Just on the Twitter. Ugh, this um, nigga don't sleep. This person put on Twitter, my friend and I were discussing energies, and he recommended I burn sage in my home. And I'm hesitant because I'm questioning, does it combat my faith? And does it open spiritual doors to entities I fight against? Can some educate me on sage? Yes, you're combating your faith right now by asking that question. Uh. <laughs> Frenchie, do you have anything to say from that comment? Um, I mean, I can understand how people want to make sure of like 
what they're doing is okay because as far as I can remember in the Bible, I don't really think there's anything. Well, I'm just assuming this person is like Christian, but I don't think there's anything specific about like burning sage and stuff like that. So, you know, people want to be super sure and clear that they're not doing something that's like wavering or like, you know, like going away from their faith. So, I mean, I can see them wanting to make sure that what they're doing isn't, like, some sort of, like, I don't know, paganism or, like, you know, other type of Mm -hmm. um, spiritual kind of thing that's not, like, Christian. They want to make sure that they're, you know, staying true to their beliefs and, you know. Yeah. Because I wouldn't, if I was, like, say if I was, like, a super, super devout Christian and someone was, like, oh, burn sage. And then I burned sage and I looked up and saw it had to do with, I don't know, like, a god named such and such and mm-hmm. a goddess named this. And I'd be, like, okay, well, what the hell? Because, no. Like, I'm a super devout Christian. I don't want to do, and I did something in my home that I thought was going to clear it and it turns out that it was praising this god and this goddess but to me it's only one god like you know what i mean so i could see how they want to make sure what they're doing is okay and with that i do want to add a comment that the person who did make the comment on this is gay okay well (laughs) so it's like okay Okay, <laughs> like burning sage, you're gay. Like I mean, like Athena, <laughs> burning what? sage, you're gay. I mean, like <laughs> at the end of the day, <laughs> like I feel like if you wanna, you know, if you really wanna be by the book on your faith, like sage is the least of your worries, baby. <gasps> like Stop it. it is, it is. Oh. And also, if your faith oh is goodness. wavering over some sage, I feel like you should stand in your faith and know that, like, <laughs> if you burn some sage. It's not like, oh, my goodness, like, did I just do something to, like, waver in my faith? Is this even right? Am I da, da, da? Like, you know, don't mm-hmm. question yourself too much. Because it's like, as long as you stand strong in your faith and what you believe in your beliefs, there should be no reason why you feel like you're going to be wavered by burning some sage in your house to clear some Brady. demons or entities or whatever <laughs> it be. And you're gay. <laughs> So like, and you're gay. And you're I just want to add that in there. Like, you are gay. You're um, gay. The, the book isn't the best. <laughs> the oh. book isn't the best uh, oh. whenever it comes to, Stop. you know, you want to talk about sin, <gasps> other things, Stop you know. It. Oh my I'm gosh. It's not your bestie. It's not your <gasps> wow. best friend. Oh God. <laughs> not to say that you can't be gay and like you know, have faith, but. We I hope you w- all enjoyed this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh just like, yeah, yeah. I just don't like people who want to like who take the Bible so literally and so like. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I I do think that that's like the thing that people mess up with the most. Right, at it's least interpretation. As as, yeah, the the Bible is nothing but a book full of metaphors. It's not necessarily meant to be taken. Well, at least my pastor say. No, I'm saying. I mean, I ain't been to church in like a, a year, but still. It's not got many of the girl. <laughs> but the still, Lord, you know, it's like he would say it's not like necessarily meant to be taken literally, like word for word. A lot of things in there are metaphor. You know, a nice way to say something else, or a more interesting way to say something else. So, you know, everything's not so literal all the time. That's all I gotta say about that. 
Was there anything anybody wants to else wants to say before we wrap up this episode of the Black Umbrella? Oh, okay. A yawn. I'm with it. Sorry. Meh. Yeah. Anything else I want to say? No, not really. I don't think so. I think I'm done here. I'm good too. Them three killer shots have me less than turned up. <laughs> Honestly. I feel like, ooh. Yeah. I want to lay down. I just want to go to sleep. Right. Honestly. Nika, you got anything you want to say? <laughs> uh, <laughs> follow us. What is our thing? Oh, gosh. At TVU Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Or oh, and email us at theblackumbrellapc at gmail.com. A. B C D. B G C. What? Black, um, black gay chat. Um, <laughs> and oh on that goodness. note, guys, it's wow. BGC Black Girls Club. And on that note, guys. Oh, okay. Wow. We're gonna skinny the dee dee I'll do it next week, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. Love y'all.